This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture at Los Angeles 2018. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. Who am I? I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this, what is it? It's a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then what do we do? We talk about it. I love that call and response. We just watched season seven, episode nine, The Monkey Show, part two, two. which aired on November 9th, 1991. Oh my gosh. <sighs> where have we left off? Oh, so it's like it's like a week has passed, but really only 10 minutes has passed because we were just recording. Oh the my same gosh, day. a peek inside the making of the Out podcast. On the Lanai. Where we have left behind off. Behind the scenes. Dorothy has just walked in on Gloria. Wait, let's reenact it. In be- okay. Hold on. I'm, I'll be Dorothy and you be Gloria and Stan. Okay. 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 For once in my life, everything's coming up, Dorothy. <gasps> <gasps> my sister, Dorothy. I'm in bed with your husband, Stan. Stan! Now you faint. Not yet. Sophia has to come oh, okay. in. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm so, I'll be, I'll be, sweet. oh, I think I'm going to, f- maybe, I'm going to, maybe. F- Hold on, Ma, I got that. Faint. Credits. That's meanwhile. what happened. Oh, meanwhile, yes. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. I, we got to get ready for, the, we got to save the, the, the windmill. No, your rose. No, it no, it's a um, it's a lighthouse. lighthouse. But, but we have the telethon hasn't happened yet. But no. we're gearing up for we're it. We're gearing up for it. Okay, great. And we're gonna save the McKinley Lighthouse during this a hurricane, which has has been a coming it's, it's and a coming, is a here. It's and it's a, a here. here. It's here now. I think that's pretty. I think we pretty and much. That was last week on Out on the Lanai. Yeah, that was pretty good. I <laughs> feel like good. we summed it up. We did good there. Um. <laughs> all right. So part now do. part two. Part two. First, First. I I was going to talk about this at the end of the last podcast episode. I decided to save it for today. Why? So Dorothy is upset that her sister Gloria has slept with Stan. Understandably. Lest we forget that Dorothy hooked up with Stan's brother. (laughs) No, she did not. She didn't sleep with him. She did not hook but up. But she was gonna. And, and, they and, made out. And there Stan, was a lot of heavy petting, surely. Stan pushed them together. There's no, a difference. He didn't. Yeah, he kind of did. No, because he they set her him up with Blanche. Uh, but he he kind of was no, a lazy man about it. I'm just saying there was no sex. 
And it wasn't, it's a different situation. It wasn't as sneaky as this. I mean, they did it in Dorothy's bed too. In bed too. That's That's gross. That's gross. Yeah, no, this is not cool. This is not cool at all. For a moment, though, Dorothy does think it was all a dream until Stan comes out wearing Dorothy's nightgown and she calls him a big bald girl. You know, (laughs) I mean, that is good. I was just talking. So I have a good friend. He might be interrupting us while we record named Michael and he's a designer. And I had said to him recently that I want a like a nightgown. Basically, like I want like an old lady's nightgown, but like that's a cross between an old lady and um, a Christmas Carol, like Ebenezer Scrooge, like mm, nightshirt yeah. mm-hmm. situation. But I want it made out of like terry cloth material Ooh. so that I can just get out of the shower, shower. put it on yeah. and let the air dry slash terry cloth material do its work. I love that idea. He thinks it's ridiculous, but I'm saying Stan is kind of wearing a night is wearing a nightgown here. And he he's he's proof that it doesn't look so bad. No, no. I mean, all the elderly people in. Uh, Willy Wonka proved that it's exactly it's great. Exactly, it's great. It's what if I just want to be them? Yeah, I'll I'll confront Michael about this. So here. Dorothy is shocked and appalled. Yes, she is S and A'd about this situation, and Sophia. And on the other hand, is she's like fine. she's fine with it. She's she was fine. like, "Oh yeah, well, I mean, Stan was wrong for you, but he's great for Dory, or he's great for Gloria." Her reasoning is because, and I actually think this is more of an insult to Gloria. Mm-hmm. Um, her reasoning is that Gloria needs a man. She needs to feel safe with a man. She needs someone wealthy to take care of her and be make her secure. Whereas Dorothy doesn't need that, which I think in some weird way, Sophia is implying, they never really do it in this episode, mm-hmm. but Sophia is implying you're a strong willed woman. You're independent. You know, your shit, you got your shit together. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need this. Your sister She's needs a desperate. man. She yeah. needs this. Mm-hmm. This helps her. And, but instead Sophia made a joke about it and she was like, you're the type of woman who lives with her mother. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That sentiment is kind of lost in that episode. Yeah. Um, You'd think they would do it at the end, like when they hug or something. I also feel like, so then, uh, Carol from Empty Nest stops by with Dr. Halperin, whom she's dating. Which we learned last episode, Carol on Empty Nest should be, should be, should be helping them move. But instead she's going out on a date, going out in the rain. I also feel like they were like, oh man, how are we going to get Carol into this episode? And they were just like, ah, maybe she's dating the doctor. Um, I have to say, so when Carol and Dr. Halperin, author mm-hmm. of Monkey Love, come by, I appreciate the fact that, and this is throughout the episode, their trench coats are wet. Yeah. Can, do you know how many times on TV shows people walk in from the mm. rain and they're not wet at all? Mm. People have visibly very wet trench coats. I very much appreciated that they did that. Yeah, but it's also wet in a weird way. Like, especially towards the end of the episode, Dorothy and Stan and all of them have wet trench coats on mm-hmm. and stuff. A, a trench coat, doesn't rain fall off of it? And B, like, those are weird drops of rain. Like, Dorothy's was like a stain down one side It at almost the end. looked like fashionable rain. Yeah, like it looked like that was just the pattern of the coat. But I just appreciated that the shoulders, they were like, let's wet these down. Do you think they actually wet them or they use like oil? No, I think they wet them. I, what if they use like oil to permanently stain the clothes to make it look like it's wet so that it never dries so they could do the scene over and over and over they again? They don't need to worry about continuity. That's probably what they did. Maybe. I'm a fashion designer. <laughs> Maybe. 
Um, I don't really know why Dr. Halperin stopped by, but we do what know. What do you mean? He, I mean, this is a this is this is this is basically like he's almost like a sponsor to Stan, and Stan broke sort of what he diagnosed, which is mm. to not have interactions with Dorothy for two years, and he's already had a setback. And so the doctor, clearly very expensive, Stan has a bunch of money, mm-hmm. so because of this Borny, so like <laughs> you know he can afford to make a house call, but. He does break the code of ethics because oh he my tells God. Carol In the worst way. all about it. All, yeah. <gasps> You're Dan and Marthy. Which is like, yeah, no, not oh. good. It's not good. I hope he fires him after this. Oh, well, Stan's not going to fire him because they're like, they're, he probably, they're just like the doctor he got when Sophia like got hit in the head with a baseball and it was some hack doctor that yeah. he probably the same situation. Stan needs to surround himself with better people. Better medical professional people, at least. All right. Let's move on to the telethon. Okay. I love oh, this telethon. I, I have. I cannot even tell it. you how many times I have sent a gif of Blanche going 555 easy. Like, that is like, like when I, my booty call is me sending that gif. It's so good. I love it. It's so fun. So the women are getting ready to go on. They're going live in two minutes. Only one act showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blanche keeps calling it a windmill. We are going to save that windmill. Yeah. And Rose is like, it's a lighthouse. She's like, that a good thing. <laughs> um, so, this yeah. Is, this reminds me of when uh, Rose got Blanche to help with the dolphins, to get signature for the dolphins. And mm-hmm. she was just horrible at the yeah. job. This is a similar situation where she's in it, she's doing it, but at the same time, she's like doing it her way. Yeah, and it, yeah. she likes the um, she likes the appearance of yes. of being you know generous and yes. and like a you know a philanthropist, and uh, she doesn't actually like doing it. Um, uh, so, she does it all for Chester. So Rope, <laughs> hi Chester. <laughs> So Rose jumps on the piano because, again, they've got eight hours to fill. And she plays an old Minnesotan farm song called (laughs) I Never Thought I'd Grow a Hair There. Do you think that was meaning on his schmeckle? (laughs) What? Like on his little schmeckle area? Well, I mean. Where do you think the hair was growing? We never got to that part of the song because someone called in and offered to, Sophia did, offered to pay $50 to get her, her to stop, stop. singing. Hmm. And an additional $50 well, if Blanche would drop the piano keys on I her. I will say that when she starts singing the song, it sounds like this, it feels like they just ripped off the song Oom Papa from Oliver. Oom Papa, Oom Papa, that's how it goes. Oom Papa, Oom Papa, everyone knows. I was in Oliver. I played Charlotte. She was the town slut. She was the Blanche. Cast. Anyway, it also <laughs> reminded me of I'm gonna make a friends reference here. Again? Yeah. There's a song <laughs> that Phoebe sings on an episode of Friends, and I think somebody also maybe in this episode pays her to stop singing. Smelly cat. No, I'm gonna sing it. She goes, I found you in my bed. How'd you wind up there? You are a mystery. Little black curly hair. Little black, little black, little black. Li- and then somebody like pays her to, I think, stop playing. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen Phoebe and Rose do a duet. Oh, that would have been great. I mean, Lisa Kudrow and Betty White. Oh, God, the internet would explode. Just like when Lisa Kudrow showed up at a Taylor Swift concert and played Smelly Cat. Oh, my God, that's right. She did. Yeah. And you, it's so funny to watch. Lisa Kudrow do that because Lisa Kudrow is such inherently like a shy person. And to see her walk out on that stage, you can tell she was just sort of like, oh, 
Lisa Kudrow, I think, is one of the greatest comedic actors oh, of our time. Hands down. I've been watching The Comeback recently. I rewatch The Comeback all the time. I rewatch it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so brilliant. Web therapy, brilliant. Yeah. Lisa Kudrow and, an easy and Steve Carell for me are the yeah. top two. I'm actually watching The Office right now, too. I've never watched The Office oh before. Oh, God. What season are you on? I'm on seven now. Oh, okay. That's the yeah. later years. It's not as good. Anyway, <laughs> guys, we're just having a side conversation. Back at home. Yeah. The situation with Gloria and Stan escalates when Gloria admits to Dorothy. She's like, look, I wouldn't have even given Stan a second chance if Ma hadn't insisted. Wait, 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 wait. Before she said that, uh, Gloria and Dorothy are boarding up the house. Now, when you board up a house for a hurricane, do you board on the outside or on the inside? Because if the winds are hitting from the outside, wouldn't you think that would just push the board, like... Just in? I don't know how that works. I guess I from the outside. I think you usually board up from the outside. From the outside. Now, they have hammers in their hands because of it. No, we don't see any nails. We're assuming the boards are already at the doors or the places that they have to board up. This sounds like a carry problem that you're having right now, but go on. No, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point of how funny it is to see then Dorothy confront Sophia with a hammer in her hand. The whole time. It's so threatening and scary. Mm-hmm. It's like a horror movie. The Golden Girls meets like Halloween. It's very misery. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's so misery. Um, Look what you made me do. <laughs> Fraser just jumped. Yeah. duty. I mean, Sophia even went as far as to send Gloria flowers on behalf mm-hmm. of Stan. Like that is. Sophia is like meddling. rubbing it. Yeah. Like, Come on, she is dude. In it. Um, and uh, yeah, she she has a hammer in her hand the whole time. She wants to see Sophia in the kitchen. Yeah, Sophia's like, nah, sorry, and she's like, that's not going to work, you little stick person. <laughs> um, also, Sophia is wearing. I think this is the first time in the history of the show, perhaps, that we've ever seen Sophia wear a hooded sweatshirt and sweatpants. Yeah, like she looked yeah. like Rocky. No, we saw. We never a hooded, maybe in the running episode when she did the race. Um, she wore sweatpants, I know. Yeah, but this was like a gray hooded sweatshirt and gray sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a great line. I forget Sophia's line, but she says something about primitive societies, blah, blah, blah. And Dorothy goes, in some primitive societies, they leave the elderly in a field for large birds to feed on. <laughs> and she, Dorothy is just so upset and so mad. She can't even, she doesn't know what to do yeah. with Sophia. Again, still has a hammer in her hand. And she storms off into the bedroom. And Gloria, also with a hammer in her hand, Follows Dorothy and Sophia goes, fine, you don't want to take it anymore. You don't have to take it. See how well you do without me. And then she leaves, yeah. which is what children do. But Sophia's done this before. She's run away. Yes. When did she run away? She ran. Well, she moved out to the old man's place. Yeah. There was that. All right. And uh, there are other instances where she just walked out. Like, I feel like. It's the kind of thing where a little kid is like, oh, I'm going to go missing mm-hmm. and that you're mad at me. So I'm going to go missing. And then when I come home, you're just going to be so happy that nothing bad happened to me that you won't be mad anymore. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Sophia was being very childish. She made some bad decisions. Yeah, I suppose so. I don't know. I, don't, I think it's kind of on par with what she was doing. And she was naturally going to her brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, but she left in a hurricane. Like, yeah. come on, be a little bit more responsible. 
So back to the telethon. A guy is doing their one talent that showed up is the guy who does cricket impressions, which is so fitting because it's so boring. You can literally hear crickets. Yeah. I think it would have been a funny joke if they were like, all right, and up next, the guy that does impression of a tumbleweed. <laughs> and a guy just like does a very slow somersault on the stage. Yes. Because, you know, crickets and tumbleweeds, that's the universal symbol for this is boring. So then Rose gets a bulletin that she reads on air. The McKinley Lighthouse has been completely destroyed (laughs) by the storm. No, it's so funny. We accidentally started this episode like halfway through it, maybe because I was watching it and I fell asleep to it or something. Mm -hmm. And it started at that moment. And I genuinely thought that that... Like they started the episode at that moment. Mm-hmm. And how brilliant would that be that they started the telethon after it was already down? Yeah. That uh, would have been pretty funny. That would have been pretty funny. But yeah, no, it's gone. The house is gone. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. I feel Rose just wanted to, that's all she wanted to Wait, do. We totally skipped over the 555 easy. No, we didn't. Does it already happened? Did we? Yeah, they're live, and the number's 555-GIVE. We didn't talk about that. Blanche's personal line is 555-EASY. Uh-huh. It's when Rose gets on the piano and sings Not Little Black Curly Hair. Okay. Yeah. I have a feeling we didn't give it the justice Okay. Well, what what more would you like to say about it? It is a great gift. That's fine. That's it. That's all. Do you want to say something else? No, it's fine. The moment's passed. It's fine. Okay. Well, we did just go back to it. So while we're there, (laughs) before we jump back in the elevator. It's good. Okay. It's good. Um... But the telethon's over. The studio's been di- designated an official hurricane shelter. Yeah. And Blanche is still thirsty as ever, talking yes. into the microphone at the camera, going, share um, with me. Yeah. Well, she she's, she's, looks like she's making an appeal for last-minute donations to be shared directly mm-hmm. with her. And then uh, the guy's like, um, ma'am, we've been off the air for the last two minutes. She's like, I know, I'm talking to Lester on camera B. Share, or Jester, share with me, Chester. Share, share with, with me, Chester. So good. She, we've seen her, when they cut away, she's been flirting with men. She's been on the phone flirting with men. Yes. It is, whew, Blanche. So back at home, Dorothy's looking for Sophia. She looks under the sink. <laughs> She goes, ah, you're too smart to hide in the same place twice. Which, that that annoyed me because it just felt like such a stupid thing for Dorothy to do. Oh, I loved it. I mean, I think it's funny, but I'm also, like I said in the last episode, I'm stuck on this idea of them sort of like hamming up Dorothy. And it's like, she, you know she doesn't want to do that. You know she's not. I mean, she's doing it because she's an actress and she's getting paid millions of dollars. But she's probably also really annoyed. Okay. Anyway, then two cops show up, and the shorter cop on the is right so attractive, and her son. Yes, his name is Matthew Sachs. He I thought it was cop the number t- two. Can I admit? I feel bad because, like, I just assumed you thought the taller cop would well, be. Well, no, I thought the taller, uglier cop uh, would be Dorothy's son, just because I was being stereotypical and looking at Dorothy, and I don't think Dorothy's ugly by any means, but I just not the most attractive. And so, uh, you know, I yeah, I just assumed... You, what you just did is you were all the other women on the yes, show... that's what I did. That's exactly what I did. a hunchback and think she's a type of woman yes. who bays at the moon. Yes, you don't have to rub salt in the wound, I'm admitting to and it. And that she has a hump! 
She does. Big, anyway, she does a little Matthew Sachs, who is the son of B. Arthur and uh, Gene Sachs, yes. um, who is a very famous director. Yes, a Broadway director. Yeah, he directed Mame. Um, he has not acted since 1996. He was in a few episodes of Murder She Wrote. Um, he was oh, also he was, in a few Good Men. I mean, he's on some bigger stuff too yeah like character roles though i bet he was a party guest in robin hood men in tights mm. um yeah anyway so that's b arthur's son and but he was very attractive very cute michael levels attractive wow look at you yeah oh her fictitious son and her real yeah. son who do you think who would you if you had to pick between the two of them mm, i like them darker what can i say you like what i like them darker so michael yeah okay yeah He's more tan. No, he's just darker hair. Oh, darker hair. I didn't and know And has what you a more olive complexion, too. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't usually go for the white boys, except the guy I lost my virginity to looked a lot like Maya Matthew Sachs. A blonde, oh, cute, all-American. Cute. Very cute, yeah. Never going back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So Dorothy, um, the police arrive, and because uh, she has called them because they need to look for Sophia, she goes back into her bedroom and finds Gloria and Stan in her bed again, again, again. Which really, oh man, that really got my goat. What do you think they did this goat. time? You think they just? You think they had dirty sex? Um, I think it was like rip your clothes off. Like, oh, why? This is so wrong. It feels right. I. Yeah, I don't know how they ended up there. Like, do they even know that Sophia's gone missing? It's, I, 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 I know. It was so, I know. like, come on, Gloria. Yeah. Come on, Stan. We all like, love D, but you need to calm down. Yeah, and in her bed again. I guarantee you, Dorothy already washed her sheets and changed them. Also, did there, all the bedding, and now they're doing it in her bed again. There are other bedrooms. There's Sophia's bedroom, and Sophia's not there. Rose is gone. Blanche is gone. Stan lives somewhere. Go to Stan's. Well, there's a hurricane outside. Well, then you know what? It's very dangerous for them. To do, do it that. on the lanai. It's I don't know. Boarded up. Um. So then the cops come running into the bedroom, and I have to say, this is so good. I first I was so stressed out at the fact that the officers are wearing rain boots in yeah. Dorothy's carpeted bedroom. Yeah. They had just come in from being out in the pouring rain. All I'm thinking is, oh my God, they're tracking rain and mud all throughout on the carpet. I mean, there's a now hurricane. Now she's going to have everything she's going to have to clean. I'm sorry, but maybe I'm just thinking like my mother back when I spilled the nail polish, but nah. like it's a carpet. You don't want to clean it during a hurricane. If the power goes out, you're not going to be able to plug in the steamer. I like how you're worried about that. Yet when they I'm entered the room, about none of the windows were boarded up. You think some shoe prints on a carpet's going to be her big thing? There are windows that aren't boarded up in her room. It's gonna, her whole room's going to be a waterbed. Yeah. I guess. It was really some stressful, Some CSI though. person you are. It was really stressful. But then Dorothy goes, officers, shoot these people. <laughs> <laughs> I pay my taxes. Shoot yeah. them. That was a really great line. So it's like a Trump American line. I pay my taxes. Shoot them. Yeah. Um, I wanted her and to then, go get her well, hammer so badly. So, I, know, I was right? like, go get the hammer, Dorothy. And then and then uh, when uh, they're leaving the room, uh, the cop is like, we can't. He, they have to be committing a larson for us to shoot them. And then Dorothy very casually is like, I had or it's like totally, they have to be looting or something. Yeah, we can only shoot looters. Dorothy, uh, she's exiting room. She's like, I totally understand, officer. Stanley, when you leave, pick up the television. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so shoot good. Shoot these people. <laughs> uh, so Sophia, who has, you know, 
gone out, gone missing. Mm-hmm. She shows up at Angelo's place. Yes. I thought his place was supposed to be a little bit more slummy. No, I mean, it was, yes. I don't, have we gotten to that episode where they had to live in the apartment or no. live in the slumlord? I don't, I don't know. Think I think so. Yeah, I can never remember where we've done where we're going. But um, it looks like the apartment that Dorothy has to sit in with all night with Stan. Mm. It seems like that. I don't remember it looking like that. Yeah. Anyway, Sophia comes in and she's like, I'm in trouble. And Angela's like, then the boy will laugh and do I marry you. Um, with Angelo's very thick accent, yes. I wanted him to say, hurricanes are coming. Because it works so well with his <laughs> accent. Sophia, what are you doing here? The hurricanes, the hurricanes are coming. Um, but she, you know, she's like, oh, I did a bad thing. And he's like, look. She you- feels guilty here. Yeah, she feels guilty. Yeah. She's like, I'm a horrible mother. Yeah. And he's like, look, your love for one child blended the love for the other. He's like, you did Dorothy a wrong and you must have make it a ride. And he's like, which I think he pointed out very astutely, Stanley's not a stick. He's a man. But talking about the, you know, man or the stick that. They had when they were kids, which was a toy that Dorothy had. She felt had. bad because she gave it to she Gloria. She gave it to Gloria, and then she realizes, no, this isn't, you can't do this. This yeah. isn't how that works. Stanley's not a stick. He's a man. He's a person. You he can't feelings. just cut a penis off and expect it to grow back, Rose. <laughs> Call back to last episode. They want to leave, but, oh, no, a crash noise, and they go out, and the entrance is a block. <laughs> we're going to die here. I'll do something that I learned in the Italian army. Help! 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 And there's a your neighbors are gonna think we're locked. We're blocked in. Um, they won't come to help us. Yeah, it's Los a, Angeles. A fern fell through the window, and there's no other way out. I'm but, actually very worried about a tree falling through my window because I have a tree outside my window. A tree does grow in LA, but it's outside my window, mm. and I worry about it sometimes moving in on me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, keep an eye on it. Make sure it's not slowly. I can't its not way keep over. my eye on it because it's outside the window. Well, great. Then you're all set. Meanwhile, back at the telethon center, Blanche is... Hoarding the candy. This is so genius. This is so genius of her because I've also thought this too. Like, you know, during a, during a natural disaster, during a bad situation, there's always someone trying to profit off of it in some way. And Blanche feels like she's got to be that person this time. So she buys all of the candy. That's a shit ton of candy in yeah, that bag. Yeah, she's got a beach bag. And can we talk about how awesome Blanche looks? Yeah. That dress, the red dress mm. with the gold sparkle ball thingies on it, obsessed with it. She and looks amazing. And her bag, I love a big bag. She planned. She brought a big ass fucking leather red bag with her. What? She brought it to the Pleather. telethon. Pleather. I'm wondering what she was going to do with that bag. Because we know that Blanche as an animal rights activist or Brew McClanahan would never wear leather. No, Brew um, McClanahan I just would saw, never. I just saw a picture of Brew McClanahan at a mock funeral for PETA in like 1995 in what? London. Yeah. I was looking on, I think it was Getty or something. I was looking at images, trying to like find an image. And Wait, was it a mock funeral for it? It was a protest. An, an ant, like a particular type of animal no, or no, no, was no. it for actual PETA, the it was organization? PETA. PETA, the organization, protesting something, I forget what it was, and they, they held a mock funeral 
and Blanche carried a coffin, or Rue McClanahan carried wait, a coffin. Wait, they held a mock funeral for like. I don't know the peace, details, Peter. Carrie, but I do know that Rue McClanahan carried a coffin. That's what's I most mean, important. If you're gonna here. if you're gonna drop this kind of bombshell of a story on us, you gotta have more details. No, you don't. I have so many questions. Why? What was in the coffin? What do any of that matter other than the image of Rue McClanahan carrying but a coffin? Why? Why were they having a fake funeral? What was the message? You know, to, to, to protest the tree of animals that like in maybe in clothing and fashion i don't fucking know but it was the death of what okay carrie you need was to move it, was on was there from an, this. an animal going extinct and uh, they were like goodbye polar bears that's I'm gonna, what this i'm gonna pull a sophia and i'm gonna verbally walk away <sighs> from this because this isn't something that's that was important is the picture okay. which i we will find we'll all do right some but if the picture has no context well, it does. Rue McClanahan, in a protest for PETA, carries a coffin in London. That's the context. No, that's not enough. Dorothy wants to go out and look for Sophia, but it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. And she, she walks up to Stanley. But first, Rose tells a story about her mom trying to oh, get a right. cow yes, in a sorry. bicycle basket. Yes. Yes. Which, and they cut that off too. It's so random that, 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 I mean, usually it was they, a very short story. They allow Rose to kind of finish up a story, but she didn't do that here. They just no. kind of cut her off. Yeah. It was yeah. a very short story. Um, so yeah, Stan and Dorothy are kind of back to talking. He says that he was with Gloria just to make Dorothy jealous, yeah. which like way to really backtrack on your progress with the monkey. Well, but I also really love that they kind of have a moment where, they both come to an agreement that they're important to each other, which is so important because they are really good together. But well, yet, but Dorothy specifies they're not good as a couple. They're they're not good. They're good as just divorced friends. Yeah, and that they have children and grandchildren. Yeah, which like that is important. That is why they need to stay in each other's lives. Yeah. Um, and she admits that she likes slamming the door on his face. Yeah, which is great. And we love him as an audience. So the fans of the show would also like for Stan to stick around. But I secretly, like I said, I secretly want them to be together. I don't because the past few times they have gotten back together, Stan has always fucked it up and really screwed Dorothy out of something. So I feel like, and and this was an example, this was an opportunity for him to change, right? This, him going to therapy, him using this monkey. I mean, it's been going on for a bit during this season. This would have been his opportunity to prove that he can, he can change and he can be a better man to Dorothy as a romantic partner. And by sleeping with his sister, he just proved that, nope, even with therapy and even in trying to become a better man, he will never be a man who's good enough for Dorothy. Of course. He's a schmuck, but he's an important schmuck. Sure. I just think He's a that schmuck that has to be in her life. Yes, yeah. but not romantically. No, of course not romantically. So the cops have found Sophia. Yes. I'm assuming because of um, Angelo's great um, emergen- emergency military, service yelling yeah. of help, help, help. Yeah. Um, it wasn't even just him saying help. It was the way he said it. Help, help. <laughs> it was like, he was like a, a woman sort of just like screaming, but not in a horror movie in like a cute way. He's like, oh, help me. Oh, you're hurting me. Oh, stop hurting me. Yeah. It did sound like that. He's very feminine. Or like if you were playing like Mario and Luigi or Mario, if you're from New Jersey, uh, if you're playing Mario and Luigi or New York, uh, and you get like trapped in a corner somewhere and Mario can't get out, like Literally that would be the game's way of saying. Never played that game. Oh, that's okay. I saw the movie though. Very different. Yes. But yeah, Bob Hoskins was a really did a really good accent. John Leguizamo. Yeah, John Leguizamo. Yeah. Samantha Mathis. 
Dennis Hopper. Oh, you just know. keep saying names. Too much. Um, were they in those movies too? They were in the oh. Mario and Luigi, Super Mario Brothers. Um, if you look at Gloria's jean jacket in this scene. Mm. Um, We've seen Dorothy in it, I think. In that same jean jacket? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I think we have. Uh, that jean jacket, it has like the kind of, like it has like a, an elastic thing with like a clasp to close it. But it's open, and the elastic and the thingy, it kind of, it looks like dicks. It looks like she has dicks on her jacket. Just, you guys look, they look like dicks. Anyway, that's all. I almost always notice dicks, and I did not notice that. Well, you'll have to go back so, and rewatch. Clearly, you've been in and a relationship orange. too long. They're orange. Those are like dicks. <laughs> Um, there's also a gross moment with Stan where Angelo's like the, uh, Gloria oh, and, yeah. Sof- and Dorothy They're are all hugging up and, yeah. and Angela's like, ain't they cute? And Stan's like, yeah. And I've had them both. Yeah, I was gross. like, you Ugh. son of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Leave. no, he was not a son of a dick because his mother was actually really sweet. Yeah. She was fun. I yeah. liked her. I miss her. RIP. Yeah. Um, the hurricanes are breaking up and they'll be able to leave in just a few hours. A couple hours. Um, and Sophia. then Rose is like, I'm going to go tell everyone else. And Blanche is like, damn straight, straight you won't. Um, we got to buy, sell them candy first. Shoot. We got to sell all these clock bars. Mm-hmm. I want candy now. Yeah, I kind of want candy too. Um, Sophia apologizes to Dorothy yes. about the stick yes. that she gave it to Gloria. She's sorry about the other thing too. And then Dorothy says, I love you and I'm glad you're safe. And I love you. And Sophia goes, you make me sick. And then they hug. (laughs) It's a cute ending. Yeah. Although I do wish at the end there could have been more of a moment, you know, like a, like they could have made it a moment between them, like a more sort of like, uh, like, like what we were saying, like how they never really call back to the whole like meddling in and the whole like Gloria needs a man to be secure and you don't like in the last episode when we were talking yeah about the, i would have liked that episode, too for her to like compliment her daughter in addition yeah. to to apologizing but like sophia guess just doesn't do that yeah her, you know? like you know you don't your your sister i i i shouldn't have set your sister up with stan i was desperate but only because she needs a man to be in her life so badly yeah. and you don't you're independent you're it, strong it would have yeah, been that would have been nice it would have been nice but you know what are you gonna do yeah, but she apologized for the stick thing, I guess. Yeah, they made so, up, so yeah. I'm okay with that. All right. That was The Monkey Show, part two. What is your golden takeaway? My golden takeaway from this episode is how much I enjoy going to a store that has the weighted candy where you can pick and choose the candy mm, you yes. want. Oh, I mean, it has nothing to do with this episode, but other than there's candy involved in this episode, I just, I find it so enjoyable. That's my golden takeaway. Yeah, I definitely, I'm, I've got. Like a Dylan's candy or something? Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I miss candy. I miss you candy miss right it? now. Where's it been? I mean, I just don't have any candy in my apartment. Yeah, no, I don't I should either. get some candy. Um, My golden takeaway is, uh. Oh, if you're the type of person like me who gets really stressed out at the idea of people walking on your carpet with rain boots, if you have carpet. Get hardwood uh, floors. Get hardwood floors or put a sign when you first walk in that's like, if your feet are wet, and make it like a cute thing. Like, if your feet are wet, uh, take your shoes in the jet. That's not it. It doesn't work. I, I didn't, <laughs> I'm just workshopping here. Carrie, when you but, <laughs> when Carrie started saying that, she looked at me like with a desperate plea in her eyes, like, come up with a saying. <laughs> 
say something. <laughs> something. Something that is like cute. Like, oh, if you're not here, but, you're not at home. Like something that you could like quilt on a pillow and leave it. But for you don't want to be see. that asshole that like it's not raining or anything outside. And then you come into the house and they're like, take your shoes off. Right. No. I don't want to say it. I want to embroider it on a pillow or no, something. And, I don't want and have anyone, it. I don't want to take off my shoes just because like you don't want to vacuum. I don't want to do that. Like, well, that, I'm only going to ask shoes, you to take off your shoes, shoes if it's muddy, raining because yes, I've already yes. flippered the floor. Yes, that's fine. The muddiness, I get that. But like just a regular casual day, like in 364 days here in Los Angeles where it's just fine outside, I'm not fucking taking off my shoes. And that's why the message was, if your shoes are wet, I just don't know what the second half is. If your shoes are wet, make like a pet and No, it's got to be two lines. Oh, if your shoes are wet, don't forget to step. Like if your shoes are wet... (laughs) Take them off, I bet. Something like that, guys, but better. We'll, guys, think, we'll think of something better. When we better. post this episode, please, please, please go to Facebook in the comment section and come up with little ditties that we could do with this. Yeah. yeah. So I may, so that I might embroider that pillow for you myself. Won't. Yeah, but okay. I might. Yeah. I'll learn how to embroider. <laughs> guys, if you're keeping up with the podcast, the next episode we're watching is Rose Loves Miles, oh. which is the episode where Miles is cheap. I hate Miles. And Rose is going to cheat on Miles. Miles bores me. Oh. Oh, but this is the one where she hires a private investigator. Right? Blanche? Takes pictures in the bushes? Am I wrong? I think you might be wrong. I don't know. I forget. I, I don't. I, it's I, the one where they go out on a fan. They go to a fancy meal with a bunch of other men. Yeah, no, he gets caught and he goes and he's picking up day old Danishes or whatever. Yeah. And he gets caught or something. Oh, I didn't remember there being a private investigator. I think there might be. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see next week when or we watch the episode. Was, maybe that was first. I don't fucking know. Yeah, but it's going to be really exciting. <laughs> Guys, this has been Out on the Lanai. You can go to outonthelanai.com for more podcast goodness. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash golden girls podcast. On Twitter, we're at golden girls pod. Send us tweets, send us messages, messages, send us all the Facebook stuff. And um, if you guys want to help the podcast out, you can go to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can rate and review us. Where yeah. do people find you? And you can also leave a don't no. <laughs> I was making a face of Carrie. You can leave a mm-hmm. donation at outonthelanai.com slash donate. And if you want to follow me on the interwebs, guess what? You can just type in H Allen Scott to anything. Anything. And I will pop up, especially if you open your door right now. Creepy. But don't do it if you're driving. No, that'd be bad. I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. That's it. Post a lot of pictures of our dog. You do. Hmm. You do. I, I don't. Do. I, I haven't been. Po- I've been posting to my stories more lately. Yeah. Than I have. I forget to, to do those. I can't see. That's my. That's what I almost always do now. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, and as always, remember, remember stay, stay golden. golden. Take your shoes off. Take your no. Take, only if it's raining. Ten miles.